Hey everyone, before we jump into this, I have some exciting news. We're looking for five people who wanna lose 20 plus pounds of fat and replace that with 10 pounds of new lean muscle. If you're looking to level up and you're serious about your transformation, we are here to guarantee your results. Last time we did this test group, my client Jeremy actually was able to put on 11 pounds of new muscle while losing 22 pounds of unwanted fat and the results will absolutely blow you away. You can see it on the screen here on YouTube. You can also check that out on our Instagram. And once again, if you're looking to level up and you want to absolutely radically transform your uh, body with our guaranteed strategies, go ahead and DM us the keyword fat loss on Instagram to our Instagram once again, which is at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. This is your time. This is your chance. If you're hungry for change, we're here to guarantee it, to take all the guesswork out and to get you there faster. So don't miss out on this because I want to be posting you in 90 days. You deserve this change. And remember, summer bodies are made in the winter. So once again, DM fat loss to us on Instagram to at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And just imagine how incredible you're going to feel 20 pounds lighter with 10 pounds of new strength, ability, musculature, and just looking overall amazing. Now let's jump into our incredible incredible episode. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. As always, I am your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And this is Motivation Monday. This is our Monday segment. If you're tuning in with us on Monday, happy Monday. If you're tuning in with us on any other day, happy any other day to you as well. But we are here every Monday, like clockwork at 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to give you some motivation, to share some quotes, to talk about our journey, what's relevant in the fitness world, to break some myths, and most importantly, to answer your questions. So that is exactly what we're going to do today. And because it's Motivation Monday, we're going to kick it off with some killer quotes. We're going to start with Coach KG. So this uh, week, I was actually reading in my book this morning, and I came across a little photo that had said, it's amazing what you can accomplish if you don't stop once you start. And I honestly like how simple it was, how effective it is. And for those of you looking to accomplish something great, which I know every single one of you is, uh, especially on your fitness journey, just think of if you do everything right for a certain amount of time, especially a prolonged amount of time, how incredible those results will be. And it could be one month, two months, three months, five years, like as it starts to compound, it is phenomenal. And I would say most people don't get to that point where they reach it for just amount, uh, for a long enough amount of time. And so once again, just whatever it is, don't stop, don't give up, keep living a healthy lifestyle, keep pushing yourself in the gym, keep going because when you start to stay consistent enough, the results will be amazing and insane. I absolutely love this quote. And it's funny, I really like thinking in analogies and having those comparisons. And even to me as a kid, I wanted to learn to play guitar. I learned to play guitar a little bit. I did some lessons. I kept going. If you gave me a guitar now, I know like maybe the start of Crazy Train, maybe like a couple odd things, but I can't really play guitar. And that's because I didn't follow through with it. I didn't keep doing it. And this is very comparable to the gym. If you just start and you get in there, you have a good month, you start eating healthy and you fall out of it, you can't expect these crazy results. Like the results really come from that consistency and continually showing up. And I think this quote really, really embodies that. And even to the point of analogies, it was funny. And it's, I was talking to my client, Jenny, about this, shout out Jenny. And I said, I love analogies. And she's like, you're actually the analogy king. And I'm like, oh, I really appreciate that. Cause she, right now we went through a huge fat loss phase and she just absolutely crushed it over these 90 days. It was absolutely fantastic to just 
see how much leaner she is. I believe she's 12 pounds down. And she's like, oh, but I'm not exactly where I want to be yet. And I'm like, well, the fat loss stage in particular, like that part of the journey is like renovating a house. When you rip everything down, you tear out the old, you make space and you're like, okay, I can see where this is going, but I haven't built on it yet. And then once you start getting in that reverse diet or that bulk or you start kind of pulling out of a diet and really putting on new lean muscle and seeing change, even as we mentioned at the start with our promo of fat loss, that's where you really start to see those effects come to place. And to similar to Kyle's quote, if you just stopped and said, okay, I lost fat, good enough, I'm done and revert to your old ways, you're going to end up looking skinny fat or you're going to put all that weight back on. And that's why it's really important you keep going and you keep overcoming those new hurdles that come at you because even now, like this is the fun part. She's absolutely crushing it. Our strength is going through the roof. We're putting on more muscle and her transformation is going to be insane. I'm really excited to showcase that as well because Jenny's been really motivated, really dialed in. I've been really proud to see just how hard she works. But I wanted to share that alongside this quote because I think it was another great way of looking at it. And for my quote, this is a quote that a lot of people, hippies, will use to justify not taking any medicine or not doing anything like that. So I'm not doing it for that reason at all. But it's from uh, Hippocrates, which is, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And you'll see this in a lot of trendy places that have really like healthy kind of menus, which is pretty jokes. But I just think it's a really good reminder that at the end of the day, we should be eating to be healthy. Food is fuel for our bodies. And I think it's just so easy to see how far people go from that. And I'm not saying to say you can't have fun things, but it's just amazing to see how much harm and stress people put their bodies through with what they eat and just the habits they create. And one thing I've said before on a podcast, and I know it resonated with a lot of people. So I was really happy to share it again. When you have more junk, more sugar, more fats, more sugar and oils, your body craves more of that. Okay. And then when you have more healthy food, your body craves more healthy food. And you really begin to realize similar to if you're sleep deprived, you adapt, your body's incredible at adapting. If you eat a bunch of junk, you adapt to that as well. But the second you start sleeping better and you get these long sleeps, you realize, wow, I realized how messed up I was. And if your diet is absolutely trash and you start eating healthy, you'll come to realize that as well. And once again, I'm in a bulk right now. Even as we go, I guess I'll jump a little bit ahead to where I am in my transformation. And I wanted to share kind of a complete breakdown because you might not even know who I am, what I've done. And uh, if you're new to this podcast, what's up? Uh, thanks for joining in. And if you've been here a long time, I think there's always a good refresher. But I started way back. I played a lot of hockey. I said, Kyle, that's actually how we met. And then I got super into skateboarding. I used to skateboard like eight hours a day. Like I would just skateboard all the time. I loved it so much. It was really mentally challenging. There was a lot of creativity towards it. And I've noticed there's quite a few like bigger fitness influencers that came from that background, which I think is pretty funny. But with that, I was super skinny. I was probably like 150, 160 pounds. I was still growing. Obviously I was still a kid. So I was probably 5'10", 5'11", like 6'1", 6'2", now for reference. But from that, eventually I got into the gym. I wanted to start working out want to start putting on muscle and I just went hardcore bulk like I remember I used to get like five McChickens at lunch as the Americans call them we have junior chickens here so I had junior chickens but uh, you'll know them as McChickens and it wasn't the healthiest I didn't feel the best and I remember going upstairs it was harder and I was looking really good I was getting really big but I distinctly remembered like this isn't it and as I've advanced in my journey I've really pushed more towards like just focusing on health seeing physical improvement seeing my ability improve and now even for me in a bulk, the reason I want to relay this all together, going to the quote of let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food, is that 
even now in this bulk, like even yesterday, I realized a great way for me to get 400 calories is to have some cinnamon toast crunch. It's about 70 carbs. Then I can get about 10 protein from my milk and maybe like two or three odd protein from the cinnamon toast crunch. And it's like a good way for me to kind of jolt in some carbs. And now a lot of people would say, well, that's horrible. You're poisoning your body. This is adverse to your quote. But if you look at the rest of my day, the rest of my day is entirely whole healthy foods. And because I'm in a surplus, it's very hard for me to eat 34, 50 calories of all really dense, healthy foods. And that's where you have to look at the full picture and really learn balance and really understand what's important to you. And I just think it really comes full circle. And you have to ask yourself, is the net of what you're eating actually helping you become healthier or is it pulling you in the wrong direction? Are you doing your body more harm? Are you feeling miserable? Are you having less energy? And like, even if you just make a challenge to cut out some junk for a week, see how you feel, reintroduce it and see where you feel best, see what's reasonable. But having that balance is the most important thing because similar to this quote, a lot of people will go the full healthy route. They'll have no control or they'll be in a bulk and they'll be overdoing it. They'll be over bloated, over stressed, their system will be overworked because they're almost eating too healthy. And even this is a sidetrack, but in bulk, that's why it's almost easier if you have like instead of like whole grains, just have white grain. It's just easier in that sense. And to have some more oily meats and to take advantage of different things along those lines. But carbs, especially in muscle gain and even glycogen in your body, like that's what your bloodstream essentially is, is glycogen and sugar. And people are quick to demonize it, but you need this balance. There's no one way or the right way. Like I'm not going to tell somebody to eat entirely clean, but if 80% of what you're having is really good, 20% is a little bit fun. To me, that's a healthy balance. I'd take that all day, every day over someone. And it's funny because even Kyle was mentioning recently how like he knew at the time, like someone who is a vegan or vegetarian and they'd always be active about it and then he'd see behind the scenes like when things got a little rough they'd have like a lot of different other things and they'd be eating meats and unhealthy things and it's hard i think when you don't have that balance but i think at its core when you have that good intention you can be like looking through it i just think it's a really good extra motivational thing so that's kind of my segment of what's been going on with me and then this quote in particular because i've really just been trying to have more whole foods and just whole grains and really good things and then enjoying some fun things and really analyzing what do I actually want to eat and not going off the deep end and just needing to go crazy when you have something that's a little bit tasty but to enjoy it for what it is and I feel like my food balance has been phenomenal so hopefully this helps someone with their food balance and their direction and their goal. Yeah, definitely. And I got a little hack from Josh because I was in a situation where I'm having 3,500 calories trying to put on some muscle, trying to build up and he was just like hey try to pop tart you know just it's funny because you don't really hear about these things and i'm not saying like this is where it gets tough as podcasters as coaches as everything is you kind of have to take things and apply it to your journey because if i say hey go do this you really have to assess what your calories are at what your satiation is what you enjoy and there's like a million different things and that's why we love coaching because we can take a look at someone's journey and say hey you should try this based off of where you're at and what you're struggling with but for myself i've been eating really healthy i still have my greek yogurt our lunch is super filling with so much fiber and protein but i'm like i need a little bit of extra food and it's very hard to get that extra bit in so i've been adding here and there two pop tarts which is once again a small fraction of my calories and it's been fitting my macros and it and it works and once again it's been something that i've evaluated i'm like okay 
What do I enjoy? What's going to help me out? What are my goals? Where do I want to be? And that's the biggest thing about your journeys. You really have to take a 360 look and see what applies best to you. So just a small little fun hack that I wanted to mention there. Yeah. And I think even for my talk, I mean, hopefully it made sense, uh, like in order of how I said it, but the case in point is it's nuanced. And if you're making an effort to eat healthier, to understand where you feel best, to have balance, to limit extremes, I think like that's so important. Halloween just passed and I'm not even a big sugar person and sugar is so quick to be demonized and be held as the enemy. But once again, sugar has purpose, sugars and fruit. There's a lot of things with sugar. Sugar becomes more of an issue, especially with fat gain when it's paired with fat, because that's where it's really going to be tempting in terms of satiety. It's going to want you to keep eating more. It's going to bond faster. You're going to put more calories and that's where things can get a little bit more funky. So that is where you need to be a little bit more aware saying so though, you have to analyze what you like. Like I really like, like Reese's big cups like or just those Reese's cups those are tasty to me yesterday I had like some Halloween candy I was given out didn't have many trick-or-treaters I got a bunch left and I'm like you know what like I'm not just gonna eat this to eat this I don't even really want it like I would just be eating it just to feel like I had and I know for a lot of people that candy is where they'll go off the deep end because they'll have one they'll keep grabbing it they'll have problems within that and I think it's a good opportunity just to even have that self-awareness to see what you want and the odd time too, like even by having that healthy balance and if you're like out at an incredible restaurant, having the time of your life, you're, all your friends are there, you have, there's one of the best chefs, your favorite restaurant, like to go a little bit over and to enjoy that and to make a conscious choice is so much more healthy than being dialed in, only eating clean, than going off the deep end. But just the same, some people make no effort to eat clean and they'll just eat junk upon junk upon junk. And you have to say to yourself, what are you fueling your body with? Like you wouldn't feel Ferrari with like horrible, just low grade fuel. And if you want your body to be like a Ferrari, you really need to put the best food and fuel in there and look at it as a whole and still be able to enjoy yourself so you can have sustainability and balance but that's a whole little rant there i hope you enjoyed it and i guess that is a good segue into our thoughts which will continue the discussion we've already started so even and i guess with my journey it all comes full circle but last week i really have been thinking about the concept of following a thread so you know you pull the loose thread and slowly like i think there's some kind of old kid story or something like that i don't know where you pull the thread and the whole house kind of comes apart and it becomes a whole thing or even in the office i know jim plays a prank on Dwight and he has him pull a thread and it leads like super far out to like an electric telephone pole and like it, the ramifications of it become so big. And with our journey, I think it's very the same way. For some people, if they skip their meal prep Sunday, their week just goes to trash. If they let themselves get too hungry, I'm one of these people and I don't get ahead of it, you're gonna be way more tempted when you're driving past McDonald's, talk about those things. Whereas when you're eating good food, you're not even gonna want it. You're not even gonna be tempted. For me, if I don't work out in the morning, I have a really hard time going at night. It's too busy, it's a different crowd. I'm just not a fan of it and it really, I do find it challenging, so I know I need to get in there in the morning. So you need to ask yourself in decisions too, like follow that thread. Is that group of friends best for you to go out with at that time? Are you looking to kind of follow the same wavelength that they're doing? Is you not like doing your meal prep? Is that hurting you as well? And even for me, it's like, I don't even want this candy. If I have one, maybe I'll want two. There's just no point at a bigger dinner and I'm pretty happy for it. If I wanted the candy, I'd have it. I mean, I can just go buy like whatever I want when I want it. And I think like limiting that restriction and also just the more you can have personal awareness, we all struggle with different things. And that's why we like to give very general advice on this podcast because 
everyone has different vices or different moments of their life where there's things I need to push through. Even last Thursday, we did how to stay motivated in the winter. I mean, I know the tips I give them every winter. I need to get in there and do the work to exercise them, to keep those good habits, to keep my walks, my meditations, my healthy eating, the things that I know will give me that edge. And it's just the same with anything. So I think this in general, those are my thoughts. Follow that thread, look through those decisions. Even if you're not in our case, like filling out your spreadsheet, logging your food, you're not gonna have that awareness. And then before you know it, you hop on the scale, it's 10 pounds heavier. You've gone in the right, wrong direction. So the more you can control, the more you can track, the more it gets managed. And just being aware of how threads and decisions impact is good. Even for me, like having a, just waiting till the last minute and saying, well, I'll order something on a food delivery. I'm not gonna make a good decision. I'm gonna be hungry. It's too easy, it's too accessible. I'm going to over order. So even cutting that out has been another huge thing for me, but there's my ramble. Yeah. And I was actually going to jump into something. So, uh, last week it was just a bit of a different week where planning ahead for our week, we were just starting off a little bit differently. We weren't able to make the gym on a specific day that we usually do. And so we were just sitting there planning it out. And at first thought I was like, Oh, well I can get an extra workout in, you know, next week. And essentially Josh was there and he's like, I'd rather be ahead of schedule than behind. And I just kind of stopped for a second and I, I thought about it because I'm like, man, that is so true. Like there's no better feeling than knowing you're ahead of schedule. You know, even for us, we always stay one podcast ahead because it's not a good feeling having to cramble it, put it together last second. Uh, if something happens, then you never know. And I just, I wanted to give you that to think about because very, very often people live their lives just like, kind of waiting till that last second behind schedule just like underprepared and it's not a good feeling like it's pretty stressful and when things happen especially for example if you push your workouts until the last second or the last few days of the week or the very end of the day which I guess some people have to do it just it's just such a better feeling like the clients that go to the gym in the morning and they're like hey I get it done and I don't have to worry and you're just over prepared it just it's such a better feeling so I just want to leave you with that to think about it was nice we did six workouts uh strength training workouts and we crushed every single one of them so my body was feeling it but it felt so good going into the week knowing we were ahead of schedule we're prepared everything else fell together nicely and uh just wanted to share that with you today yeah, even after being at that wedding late Sunday night, just being up, being in a different area, like even just not needing to go to the gym, I knew the quality wouldn't be as good as if I got in front of it. And like the more you can control, the better. And things will always pop up. It can't always be perfect. But the more you do take control in these situations, the better off you ultimately are. And that was an easy decision to make. And I guess now we're going to transition over to a client who has been absolutely crushing it, who is just absolutely beasting the transformation. And we're really excited to share this. So who do we got today? Yeah, so we actually have Matt Lewis, who has been crushing it with Coach Jason. Uh, he's down just over 50 pounds, which is incredible. And I've got a few notes here uh, from Jason, and he's actually lost 10 inches on the waist. He's participated in every single challenge that we've had, so he's just super active and you know just looking to push to the next level and taking part in all those challenges. He's involved in our coaching group heavily, which is absolutely phenomenal, supportive of everyone else as well. And even what I loved about what Jason said uh, about Matt is he's a great influence for his kids and he's getting them in the gym. He's drinking less. Um, he stayed strong through a sh shoulder surgery and so many amazing wins. Like when I look at this and you see photos, like you see obviously some good changes. You see like 
posture is better, you know, just looking leaner, all these amazing things. But from an outside perspective, like from our coaching viewpoint, we see a million other things. And that's where it is a bit hard with photos is like, I wish they showcased everything else as well. Um, but honestly, we're just so proud of Matt. He's lost fat. He's built muscle. His life is completely different. And once again, if you're looking to lose fat, build some muscle, do some incredible things, don't hesitate to reach out because we will take care of you. Yeah, and that's where a lot of people say, what makes you different than any other coach out there? And a lot of people are just, unfortunately, influencer coaches where they'll have millions of followers and they'll just send you some templated stuff and you'll hardly hear from them maybe once if ever. But I really like getting in there and like we started this to help people transform, to show people that they can, to make it as easy as possible for people with busy lives and other commitments to still see success and really develop a rhythm and fitness, health and happiness because as we've said before, you can compound one of two ways. You can compound positively, see ongoing results and success, or you can compound negatively and get older, feel worse, have more medical things arise, and just no way to live. And even like Kyle said, the photos really don't even highlight some of the incredible change that takes place, like having clients get off of medications they've had to be on, to fit into clothes they've always wanted to fit into since they were kids, to have the energy to play with their kids, to do the things they love. Like It's just absolutely incredible to see how much further that goes and even just having the confidence going forward that you know you're going to see change you're going to have positive and healthy change you're not going to end up somewhere that's really bad and like it's just so easy to put these things off and say oh, i'm not scared of all these future medical things i could go through but when you see it it's just it's awakening we said before like when you're in a hospital you're around people that are sick it really makes you appreciate that health is wealth and it's something you need to focus on and if you're not investing in yourself and you're not seeing the change you need you need to call yourself out and we're here to help you with that i mean you hear our podcast see the value we offer one-on-one -on -one. we're going to dive in there and figure out everything that's holding you back help you blast through it and most importantly help you do it in the easiest most sustainable way so once again if you have 20 plus pounds of fat to lose and you want to gain 10 pounds of new muscle this is exactly for you this is a calling for you this is your chance 90 days from now let's make you a new person with new confidence and just imagine how incredible you feel because you take that first step by dming us on instagram with the keyword fat loss to at Colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t now we're going to go ahead and jump into our mailbag and answer your questions so the first question we have is first time listening i was actually listening while working out fall off the gym wagon do you have any tips or advice for a dad with a newborn baby that does not time does not have the time to hit the gym so i love this question because i get asked a lot about like parenting and how you approach fitness with it and i can only speak from my experience i have a 15 month old almost 16 month which is really really cool and it's been great navigating that and even for me i really just went into it knowing like this is where I can make a lot of excuses for myself or I can find creative solutions. And I think that attitude more than anything will be the best piece of advice I can give to seeing success because you can unfortunately either be a victim and self-justify that you have no time, there's all these variables, you're too tired. And these things are true and it will be harder, but you need to find creative solutions to succeed through them. And the more you can take uh, kind of control, roll up the punches, establish routines, schedules, consistencies, the easier it will make it. And I think one of the best things you can do is really know your time. And if you say you have no time, be honest with yourself. Are you really mapping it out? Do you have any term of a schedule? Do you have a set bedtime? Do you have a set wake up time? And 
even for me, like one thing that helped, and this is my experience, was really applying this to parenting. So even having a dedicated bedtime and then having a dedicated wake-up time, dedicated nap times, dedicated food times, like scheduling something that's done well for me. So I naturally pass that off. And within that, it gives me more opportunity to do these things. And then there are other creative solutions you can have to be successful, either having one person watch the baby, one person go to the gym, or if you're both able to go, the new gym I signed up to, which is awesome now that he's a little older, they got a daycare in there. He loves it. He's able to play. It's great time for him. And I like bringing him out on the gym floor so he sees people working out. I think he's going to normalize it and see how important just being healthy is as well. And I'm not going to have him in there at one years old or anything, but... I find that really does indeed go a lot. And then most importantly, just even combining the activities with them. They're ready to play. They're ready to be active. And you can take that and use that and even get some of your activity through that. Go on lots of walks, go to the park a lot, play with a lot of toys, like do all these amazing things. And then the gym really only needs to be like an hour of your day, five days a week. And you can definitely find that time for that. And it's hard to do, especially when you're tired and you want to do other things and relax in other ways. But you have to know that it's more of a net positive. If I lay down and watch a TV of a, an hour of TV, I'm not going to feel fulfilled. I'm not going to have a physical outlet. But if I go to the gym, I'm going to feel really fulfilled. I'm going to feel amazing. It's my break. It's my time to think. And I know I can be a better parent from that. And that's something I just think is really, really important. And if you want like more to an answer of this, I made a whole YouTube video on this that'll link. Um, it was made a little bit earlier, but these tips have stayed the same. And I've just found like being ironclad with these things has made it definitely a lot easier. And it's been more motivating for me even to say, I want to be really healthy and fit. So down the line, I'm able to do everything I want to be able to do. Like I don't want to be restricted by my ability or my health to do anything. So those are kind of my top tips. And I do hope that helps a lot. And if you truly can't go to the gym and it's absolutely impossible, like once again, those creative solutions, use that nap time, get in the gym, invest in a home gym, do some body weight workouts. Like there are always things you can do. You just, you'll either look for solutions and find them, or you can self-justify and create barriers that are real, or you can find ways to break through them and have those creative solutions say like, I'm not going to succumb to circumstance. Instead, I'm going to find ways to persevere through it. And like even a, a great quote, and it's a bit of a harsher one, but I think it depends how you take it is like, you wouldn't tell your kids that they're the reason why you're out of shape. I think that's so good. And I think even for me, I, I get so much motivation seeing all the amazing mothers in our coaching group in particular who have like two, three, four, five kids that are getting after it, losing weight, getting in the gym, taking care of a massive family. Like I only got one and they're just beasting it. They're getting it done. They're getting after it. They're investing in themselves with coaching. And like to me, that's someone who's like thinking so much bigger. And like that motivates me because it's like, there's no barriers there. They're doing it bigger. They're doing it better. And I look to them for motivation. It makes me be like, hey, I have no excuse not to be really strong. So the more you can look at it, I think from that just positive yearning mindset of like, I want to learn more. I want to figure out how to do this better. It's a lot better than just being like, I have no time. I'm too tired, which is like, you can definitely acknowledge I am tired and it's hard, but if you need to get up an hour earlier, get up an hour earlier. If you need to work out when they go to bed and that's all you can do, Get it done, make it consistent, make it easier by having that routine, that consistency, just like you can for your little one. Yeah, it's a very harsh thing to hear, like hard thing to hear for some people. And it depends on how you take it based off of what you're looking to hear. But uh, I've always loved the quote, like, if you look for solutions, you'll find a solution. If you look for an excuse, you'll find an excuse. And I love the quote that Josh said there. I actually was like looking it up because I was like, I've heard that quote before. And I was like trying to pinpoint it, but it is, it is so true. And I just, we've worked with like, 
it's just amazing, like Josh said, to look at every situation. Cause I specifically, when he asked that question, thought of like the hundreds of mothers and fathers. And, you know, we get photos from clients, like one of Josh's specifically, he'd be like, I'm in the gym at this time, like super early. And it's just so motivating because like you see so many amazing people do it. And when you look for that solution and you sit there, even if it's with a pen and paper for like an hour and you're just like, okay, let's, let's fully map this out. And even myself, um, obviously not being a father, but just navigating different parts of life. I've loved using a calendar because you can see everything that goes on in your day. And when you actually look at that calendar, I use Google calendar specifically, you will find so many loopholes, like so many gaps, uh, and you know, just so much stuff that can help you out within that. So just a small thing I wanted to share with you as a tip, if you're a busy individual, no matter what's going on. Yeah, I really believe like, and I think my biggest pet peeve and something that's been driving me nuts lately is, oh, I'm too busy. I'm sorry. I don't have time for that. Like we make time for what we prioritize. And there's a lot of people that say that I'm no time for the gym that would probably, if you look at their screen time, it'll say entirely different. Or if you look at like the amount of time on Netflix or, and there's nothing wrong with relaxing, but you got to be honest with yourself about what's going to move the needle, what's going to make change. And one thing I've always, I think always hated my whole life was I remember in high school, people like, oh, it's so easy to be fit. Wait till you get a job and then get a job. And people say, okay, well, wait till you uh, get married. And then I'll be like, okay, wait till you have a kid. And then now I know it's going to be a, well, wait till you have more kids. And like, it's just, it's a zero sum game. Like I've just like, Put propping up excuses like you gotta be honest with yourself instead you gotta say how can I blast through this how can I do better and even for me what's been awesome like I have a few people to shout out like some of my clients who have become new dads my client James has been killing it and he is just like I've really feel like he's really just implemented and he's continued to grow so much with a new baby with the challenges that come alongside that my client Dave the exact same thing like he's just continually be finding ways to get things done and even for him all the time he'll say like oh I wasn't able to do something I mentioned this before and I'll be like okay I make an excuse I can do better and like that's an amazing mindset to have because you take ownership of it instead of just saying there's a hundred reasons why you can't look for those reasons you can even my client my soon-to-be father uh, client Jeremy he's absolutely killing it as well like he's going to be so ready and he's going to take everything he's learned through coaching through self-development and apply that and be a better father because of it and i think ultimately the better parent you can be and the best parent you can be is when you also take care of yourself because if you're not happy with where you are and you wait till it's too late and you see yourself changing negatively and losing energy and feeling miserable you'll project that but when you live a really happy and healthy life i think you'll project that as well and definitely like one of my biggest goals and one thing i've really loved is people to be like you have a kid what the heck like and i think like that's a flex it's a good feeling right like go against the standard of what people have be stronger be above it and yeah that's my big rant but definitely something that's super apparent and on my mind which is really exciting and now for our next question we'll let kyle pop off on this it's a two part question about avoiding burnout so we're going to break it down to how do you avoid burnout in the gym and how do you avoid burnout with eating so we're going to start with the gym how do you avoid burnout so i'll be honest like i'm not going to lie to anyone here i have felt burnt out from the gym many different phases in my life and like the first thing similar to what we were just talking about is just finding solutions like the other day i I, you know i forgot to send an email and i just i was like man what like i just can't believe it slipped my mind and so i did it right away and i actually sent out in that email saying there's so many different times we have these situations come up where we slip up we mess up different parts of our journey but we never actually 
actually address it and we never sit down to figure out how it's not going to happen again. So leading me into this question here about burnout is when you do have situations where you feel like that, just be honest with yourself, start to ask yourself some questions and Honestly, asking yourself questions will give you great answers. That's one of the most amazing things I've learned. And when I do ask myself, I'm like, why do I feel burnt out? What's going on? Is there something external that's taking place? Do I not have any goals happening? Have I not changed my routine in a while? Have I not taken a deload in a bit? Like there's a lot of things that I try to consider. And so with that being said, from that situation, I'm able to assess it and figure out what I need to do differently. Once again, as a coach, this is amazing because we can help someone who's going through a situation where they feel a bit bored or if they feel like they need a change and we can come to a conclusion. But the truth is like for me personally, I can speak to this as my myself and what I've experienced is I need something to work towards and I need to know that I'm progressing in some way or another. And that's why I love these amazing challenges. That's why I love, you know, even just working towards something differently. I feel so pumped up now every time, even today. I didn't want to be doing th- uh, sets of uh, squats with 315 plus pounds. It would have been easy to skip it, but I'm like, I'm going against this competition. I've got a couple weeks here. So as a competitive person, I know that works for me, but I would definitely say just like also being able to understand that you will get bored of things. I know I was saying this a few weeks, but at the same time, every time I step foot in the gym, even if I feel a little bit tired, if I feel a little bit down and I'm just like, oh, I've done this movement a million times, I'm thinking of that shoulder press that's taking place is gonna help me so much in the future. The benefits are there. I don't care what I'm feeling right now. I just have to get it done. And I think that's so important to consider because burnout really is just honestly this made up thing. And the truth is, if you do need to take a bit of a break, Deloads are okay. We talked about them recently. You know, it's okay to take a small little break and listen to your body for a day. But the truth is, if you feel that way, I'm willing to bet you for a certain amount of time, if you wait a little bit, let's say a couple days, you're going to be like, all right, I'm ready to go. And it's just a little phase that we feel based off of a random day and um, just the current emotions that are taking place. So yeah, that's just my thought there. Yeah, like for me, I just find I'm the most motivated and the least burnt out when I have the clearest goals that I'm working the hardest to achieve and I find especially when you have a very clear goal when you have a really exciting program and an intelligent program that you know is actually pushing you forward it's periodized it's progressive it's not overreaching like that's when you can have the most confidence the most excitement towards it really enjoy the small moments of the gym like for me even just it's a time I can bump loud music lift heavy things clear my head like that to me is like therapy like it feels amazing just to be able to take the time to do that each day and switching that attitude if I have to work out to I get to work out and it's your time it's your time to enjoy and just kind of like it's it really is like a meditation almost going through those reps having great breathing working on your health and that to me is very exciting and one thing I would add is really figure out what motivates you and for me like I get super motivated just seeing people crush it seeing people are doing more than me and like redefining what I think is possible so I love motivational videos they do absolute wonders for me. I'll really narrow in on what are my goals. I'll read over my goals. I'll look at PRs I want to achieve. I'll look at events that are coming up and I'll use all these things as like fuel to say, okay, I'm going to get in there and train harder and whatever it is for you. Like if you need to be motivated and like you have like your dream body or how you used to look, set that as your wallpaper. Like be like, okay, I'm working towards that. And when you have something that excites you, it will motivate you to get in there more and to do more. And I think we feel the most burnout and the most 
kind of annoyed with our journey when we don't have good goals and we know we're not giving it our all and we're not really making progress. But when you see progress, you get addicted. And that's what I love even for coaching clients. They're like, I didn't know I could do all this stuff. I didn't know I could look this amazing. I didn't know I could have like this kind of muscle or be this lean or look this amazing in a swimsuit. And like, it's great to see people unlock that. So those are kind of my responses there. And I'll jump into how do you avoid burnout with eating. So for me, I think obviously food variety is important. A lot of people can eat the same thing seven days a week. They don't care about food and they're happy with it. For me, I'm not like that. I'm happy to do that for breakfast, but that's about it. Kind of have healthy lunches I can rotate through. And I love a lot of variety for dinner. And I'll know ultimately that food makes me feel good. It gives me energy and it pushes me either closer to my goal or further away from my goal. And really just understanding that like my goals have more priority than like quick hedonistic immediate pleasure like of course i'd feel amazing if i walked into the other room left this podcast quit doing this ate three chocolate bars and enjoyed the sugar and fat that come alongside it but i'm going to feel horrible after i'm going to be like why didn't i finish this podcast it was a killer podcast and then the next day i'm going to feel worse maybe at dinner i'm going to be super hungry and my food signaling and blood sugar it's going to be all over the place and it's just not a positive action for me even yesterday, like I had mentioned, I enjoyed having 300 calories of that cinnamon toast crunch. Like that's like a dessert to me. Like that's pretty fun. It's good carbs. I'd feel those carbs in my body. I felt strong. I felt good. Immediately after I went, ooh, sugar, give me more. I want to do a double serving. I know I wouldn't hit my macros if I did it. And I'm like, my goals are more important. I don't want to feel sluggish. I want to feel lethargic. And for me, like I have a more logical mindset. So that's how I approach it and that's where I do best, but you have to understand kind of your mindset and what works well for you. But I'm sure Kyle will have an entirely different answer, which will be great. Yeah, honestly, I just think knowing the purpose is so important because there are those times where I do feel like, ah, you know, just, it'd be so nice to switch it up here. But I'm like, you know what? this protein packed breakfast, this amazing lunch, like these are things that of course, like you can always find something that tastes better, but it's like, is that actually good for you? So I really try to just be self-aware with that. As we always say, self-awareness is the greatest thing you can possibly do uh, or have, I guess you could say. And I think even like Josh said, like having those things to rotate. And even for myself, after doing this for years and years and years and encouraging others to do the same, definitely that flexibility does help. Like knowing that it just feels very free knowing that if you do want to incorporate something and if, you know, there's a specific dinner that comes up and specific events, it just, it doesn't feel like like the hardest thing ever. And that's where I think some people struggle. And our biggest goal is to create a system where even on a really bad day where you didn't get as much sleep or where you're stressed or you're on the road, you still feel like you can succeed. Whereas a lot of other diets out there, like you can succeed on your absolute best days for sure. Like a meal plan that has you cooking chicken breasts. Uh, I know one guy that used to have chicken breasts six times a day uh, with broccoli and brown rice because his coach told him he had to do that like on a perfect day that's no problem like you know you're feeling excited on monday you're ready to get after it cool but as the week goes on there's just no way you're going to feel good about that you're going to be burnt out you're going to want other stuff and that's just the way that most people are i'd say like speaking for like 95 percent or so but knowing that you can navigate and like you're not on a strict meal plan you're not under 20 carbs a day um, you're not you know restricted on a chocolate bar if you do happen to want one and you want to fit it in and it does fit in is definitely a freeing feeling to just avoid that burnout and that I guess you could say just like that boredom within it and uh, I just wanted to share that that's my personal biggest response there yeah I think Kyle knocked out of the park with that response and 
really I just find as boring as it is, spend time on like where you're struggling right now, where you can improve. And if you're like, I don't have time for that. I don't like dealing with any of this stuff. I don't know how to make a good routine. Take advantage of this deal. I'm telling you, this is a perfect time. If you want to lose 20 pounds of fat and gain 10 pounds of muscle, this is an amazing time because we have a really special deal for it. We're really excited to run this again and we can guarantee your transformation. So you gotta ask yourself, what's holding you back? If you wanna achieve this, we will get you there. We will take care of everything customized, better routine, a nutrition plan that's going to progress and have you in the right journey in a sustainable and healthy way. And we take it so much past just the results. We look at your energy levels, we look at your long-term goals, and we really make sure it fits in your schedule with the equipment you do or do not have, the gym you have access to or don't have access to, and just your lifestyle in general. So you can have a great life, be fit, be healthy, be happy. And to take advantage of this, DM us fat loss on Instagram to at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T, and we will take great care of you.